of the line. Episode 2. Louise. Jill's diagnosis wasn't a surprise. I mean, it was a shock, but not really a surprise. When Dad told me it... This is going to sound awful. When he told me, it was a relief more than anything. I mean, everything suddenly just made a bit more sense. It explained so much, and I'd rather live in a world in which she has a problem that can be treated than in one where... Because without the diagnosis, then she's just an awful person. But at least with the diagnosis, she can get help. When Dad told me that it's a genetic thing, I realised that Mum must have suffered too. I don't really remember that much about her. Jill does. But we don't speak anymore. Everything goes through Dad these days. I do not know how he does it. All those things she said to him, and yet he keeps coming back. He must have known the diagnosis would eventually come in. And if he didn't, then he is truly a saint for not giving up on her. I think it's too late for Jill and I to reconcile. She is hard to be around. She's got no filter. Everything just, everything just comes out. It's raw and cruel, designed specifically to hurt. It's not a surprise that she's alone. Nobody can put up with that amount of anger being directed at them. Maybe the diagnosis will help. I don't know. If people think you're evil, it's hard to find someone to settle down with. But if they know you've got a mental health problem, then it's different, isn't it? I haven't told Kyle yet. Where do you start? Hi, love. So, Dad called and my sister's been told that she's mentally ill. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Dad says it's the same thing Mum had and that means that I'll get it too. So, I've been thinking that maybe we shouldn't have kids in case the same thing happens in any way enough about my day and how are you? <sighs> it's not exactly the easiest conversation to have, is it? We never spoke about not having kids. It just... It hasn't happened for us yet. I'm not sure how he's going to feel about being childless. 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 I don't like that word. It suggests I'm missing something. Or that I've screwed up. Child-free. <laughs> that might be a better word. Or maybe just free. I like that. Except I don't feel free. Why is it you can get pregnant by accident, but being child-free is a very specific, very deliberate life choice? I'm not sure I can bring a kid into this world if there's a chance I might turn out like Jill. Or Mum. And, yeah, you can say there's no way of knowing what might happen, that nobody can tell the future, that it might not affect me in the same way. Except, according to the doctor, it's actually pretty certain that it will. And that means that if I do have kids, I'd be doing so knowing there's a chance I'd make their lives miserable. 
and Kyle's. And that's not really fair on anyone. You can talk, for better or worse, all you like, but he deserves a chance to be a dad. And if I decide that I'm not interested in that, having told him previously that I was fine with it, he might decide not to stick around. What would you do? What would I do if it were the other way around? And he'd been told that he was highly likely to develop a serious mental illness in the not-too-distant future and had therefore decided that he didn't want kids in case things got really bad. In fact, forget the kids for a minute. It would cross your mind that you might not want to stick around at all, which is partly why I haven't told him yet. I know I should tell him. He deserves to know. But I'm worried that he'll decide to go. I'm also worried that he'll want to stay. With or without kids. Because if he stays, he's signing up for a life like my dad's. And nobody needs to go through that. That's the thing about all of this. There is no way you'd walk down the aisle if you knew what would end up happening. Apparently 50% of all marriages end in divorce. But that means that the other half must end in death. So which would you prefer? It's not the easiest thing to explain, either. For some reason, there are certain topics that people feel they have a right to know. How much you earn, or how much things cost. Why don't you have kids? That's another one. Hello, dearie. Do you have kids? No, no we don't. Oh, right. Not yet. Fuck's sake. When they say, not yet, it is never a question. It is only ever a statement. And only a polite nod can end the conversation, because if you say, actually, we've decided not to have kids, then it just invites more questions. Questions which are increasingly intrusive and personal. Maybe I should just be honest. Actually, there's a very serious hereditary mental health issue in my family and, as it's very likely to affect me, we've decided that having kids would be a pretty fucked up thing to do. See what reaction that gets. The problem is... I really do want kids. And so does Kyle. So what do I do? I get pregnant and just hope the hereditary thing isn't as bad as it could be? Or accept that it probably will be? Because there's another layer to all of this if we do have kids. Not only are we signing up to raising kids to live with the pain of all of that, but we're also saying there's a chance they'll develop the same problem. And what kind of mother would that make me? You say this is the end of the line Didn't you know? Louise was played by Claire Hope Ashety. The episode was written and directed by Mark Haywood. Production and editorial support by Hetty Hodgson. Music by Daisy Chute and Carrie Ann from The Herd Collective. The episode was recorded at The Sound Company in London and edited by Pocket Blockbuster. The End of the Line is an Ink Jockey production. But this is not the end of my life.